Amen. Let's get into the word of God. Make your prayers known unto God. Make your requests known unto God. He is faithful. Amen. So what is prayer? Anyone, what is prayer? That was the first one I expected. Spirit is speaking to God. What it also means in a deeper level is prayer is an evolving means of interacting with God. Right? Most frequently through a spontaneous act, individually, corporately, in praise and in petitioning. What is petitioning? Petitioning is when you need something, then you make it known in an official way. Does it make sense? Father, I need a new job. You petition it. However, today we're going to speak, from today we're going to speak on prayer more than just a definition. I want to show you when the Bible says that when you pray, we pray amiss. So it's not always what we say, Pastor Vickis, but where we pray from spiritually. Are we together? You need to understand there's a lot of things I will say. And what it is that God wants you to know. Sorry, we, we, it will be fixed soon. Unless you understand what it is that God wants you to know, there's some things that will not work in your life, especially your prayer life. So prayer is more than just closing your eyes, putting your hands together and saying the Our Father. It's a deeply spiritual act that even the witches and Satanists understand way better than the church of God. That's your one top five, Aniwa. Genesis 1, verse 26. <laughs> Confuse the enemy. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Say, Father, open my mind to hear you. And God said, let us make man in our image and likeness. The us here is who God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Let us make man, like a creature that is that looks like us when you look at it. But that also is the very, the very manner in which we are. Let's make something that is just like us in every way. Before you pray, you need to understand what this means. Let us make something that looks like us and that are like us in every way possible. Because we often jump to prayer. We have in Hebrew it means and all these things. No, understand first the one who initiated prayer, what he thinks prayer is. Amen? That's on Psalm. Right. Because sometimes we pray and fast in 21 days, 40 days, 7 days, and we still don't get the things. Why? Because maybe we pray amiss. Pastor Vogan caught that one. And let them have what? Dominion. So here God was saying, it's not going to just look like us, have our nature, but it's also going to have authority over everything. So the way that creation connects with God must be different to how this one connects to me. Guys, creation has the ability to worship God. Just because we can't hear the stars singing, does not mean they're not singing. Just because we don't hear animals worshiping God does not mean anything that comes from God has the ability to recognize God. That's why the wind got quiet. That's why the sun stood still when Joshua spoke to it. Because Joshua was not speaking as a general of an army, you know. He was speaking as this being. Our problem is we speak from an emotional place, a religious place, a place because except for any care, and we hardly speak from this position. That's why creation don't listen to us because they don't see God. They see a mere man who's functioning on intellect and emotions and not as God. Say, Father, open my mind to understand prayer. In all you're getting. So God created, verse 27. So God created man in whose image? His own image. This means set apart. There was nothing in the whole of creation that looks like God, not even Lucifer or one angel. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 8, you have made him a little lower than God, not angels. Go and study Old Hebrew. What is man that you think of him? Because David couldn't understand when you're supposed to kill me. You give me a chance. Why? He sees himself in you. 
That's why when we call you out of sin, we don't call you out of sin into a church, we call you into kingship. When we tell you, get over yourself because Satan is after you. It is not because we don't like you. It is because the longer you listen to Satan and act accordingly, the, the closer and the quicker you are moving away from kingship and royalty. That is what sin came to do, to strip you of your godliness. That's why when we say, Father, teach me to forgive others, it sounds like a simple prayer. The Bible says that forgive us our sins as we... So the condition, Sister Betty, is that what? Grace is unconditional. Forgiveness is conditional. Don't let anybody lie to you. Imagine standing pious before God. Forgive me my sins. Can't forgive the person that you slept next to if you're married. And God created men in His image and likeness. He created them male and female. He created them. Right? Topic for another day. Verse 28 said, And God blessed them. What is the blessing of God? Remember we said, It's divine empowerment to complete your purpose. It's not a car or a house. A car or a house, brother, legend, is a sign of the blessing. Not always, because drug dealers also have big houses. If you chase a blessing only in the form of substance, you're going to miss it. Satan will see your greed and he will give it to you. you. That's why people have sold their souls. Why? What does it profit the man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? So the blessing of God is divine spiritual empowerment to prosper and to complete your assignment. Check it. Before God gave them the assignment, be fruitful, He blessed them. Without this, this is impossible. Build me a house, God says. But before then, He would have blessed you. Why? It is impossible no matter how gifted you are to build a house for God without the blessing. The blessing ensures that you do what God has called you for. And he blessed them, and then he said, who did he speak to? To men. Because God said unto them. Male and female, he created them. That's why God could pull Eve from Adam in Genesis chapter 2, because she was already in Adam. That's why when he spoke to them, he spoke to a being that already has its mate in it. So some answer. Right, we have to understand this before we go deeper. In the image of God, He created them. Him first, and then He said, male and female, He created them. Then it continues in verse 28 where it says, And God said unto them, Now the them here is not the let us. Now it's the being, which is us. God would not speak to something that could not understand it at the level where God speaks. That is prayer. To engage God on the level where you guys are both supposed to be, Jared. And God said to the earth, bring forth herbs and grasses and all these things. And it was so. And God said, so God spoke to creation. But when He came and gave the assignment, He spoke to us different than we would speak to mountains. Why? We are not mountains. Okay, come on. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. There's the authority again. Over the fish of the sea. Let me just say creation. It's a bit long. So here it shows that the God that created all these things. Before we try to jump to the New Testament, what is prayer? And try to explain it, brother Elias. And say prayer is not prayer unless you pray for six hours. All that if you don't understand prayer in its form. Whether you pray for five hours, five days or five minutes. If you miss it, you miss it. So prayer then is divine interaction between God and man. It's high level interaction between heaven, the king of heaven, and the owner of earth, which is us. Guys, God said, let me give. This is dominion. It belongs to me. I'm giving it to you. Come. So when Adam in his foolishness sinned, he gave it to Lucifer, give it to anyone there. So he said, Greg is Lucifer. <laughs> Check this. The God at any time go to Lucifer and said, It's mine. Why not? When he gave it, it became his. Does it make sense, guys? 
he gave it, and Adam gave it legally. Even though he was deceived, he gave it legally, and Satan held it. That's why Satan could come back in the New Testament and says, the Bible says, and he took Jesus onto a high mountain, and he showed him all the kingdoms, and says, worship me, and all these will be yours. Was he lying? No. Why Adam gave the kingdoms to him? Why did he give it to him? Because he received dominion. And through foolishness and lack of understanding, he gave it all over to Satan. So prayer is way more. Prayer is God showing you His mind and expressing His mind. That's why you can't just pray for two hours, get up, wipe the sweat and walk away. There must be a time where you sit and wait on heaven speaking to you. That's why prayer can't just be. It's, a, it's almost like a 50% definition. Give me another mic. A 50% definition of what? 50% definition of what prayer is when we, when we say that we speak to God. Does it make sense? When we say we speak to God, we speak to God. When does God speak to us? So prayer must be a place where you have an altar where there's interaction between you and God. The Bible says, and Jacob slept and he had a dream. And he saw a ladder extending from heaven to earth or vice versa. And I saw the angels of the Lord ascending, meaning coming from earth. <laughs> Going and coming from heaven. That's the connection of Genesis 1 verse 1. God made heaven and earth to be connected. And that is prayer. It is being at the place where heaven speaks and he needs a portal. You become a portal of expressing the mind of God on earth. It's more than just If you get out of there without understanding, you spoke to God, God never spoke to you. In every session of prayer, God speaks and he gives direction. He did not just make Adam and Eve and say, have fun on the earth. He said, do all these things. We multiply all these things. That's why God would come in Genesis 3 and tell Adam you have sinned. Why? Remember when you prayed, when we spoke, when we had interaction and I told you what to do, what not to do. Now God can come back and judge you according to the prayer times we had. We call it quiet time. It's not supposed to be quiet time. We don't serve a God who's dead. Let me say it again. We don't serve a God who is dead. We serve a God who's alive, who's speaking. If your God don't speak, ask yourself, is it the right God? If your God don't speak to you, but God also never will speak outside the confines of his word and the principles thereof. Can I, can I, can I lend something a bit deep? God will never, Pastor Vicky, speak to you contrary to what the vision is that is given to the visionary. Never. God would rather first deal with King Saul before he speaks to David. God never spoke to Joshua until Moses was gone. He spoke to Joshua through Moses. When Moses was gone, he said, now you've taken the place of Moses. No prat ekenye. That's prayer. Prayer is that God will always, his voice will keep you in honor, but he will speak to you. He will speak to you, but when the speaking of God goes against what you've been taught according to the vision, sit back and ask, is this the true God of heaven? Are we together, guys? Let's continue. Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. So prayer then is, let me just read this. The intention of God was to see on earth the expression of heaven slash his kingdom being recreated the same as it was in heaven. Let me show you. But when you pray, let not, no man, Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. After this manner, Pray ye also, our Father who art where? Yeah. Hallowed be your name, meaning that this is a holy God. So prayer, the more we pray with God, it doesn't mean I become more familiar with Him and I disrespect Him. He still remains holy, high King of Kings. Right. Hallowed be thy name. Then I continue. Okay, let me continue. I didn't give you the next verses. Thy kingdom come. So when Jesus said they should pray that, it means the kingdom was not there yet. Come on guys, that's why Jesus' first sermon was repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent for what? The kingdom of God has come. Then he says, now you pray if you've repented. Let your kingdom come. Not into church, into my life. Let your kingdom come on 
as it is where? That is prayer. It is inviting the kingdom of God in my situation. So petitioning is not begging like you're a victim. Who works for some a place where it is more than one franchise? You, right? There is a head office somewhere. There's a manager where you guys sit, right? Unless you guys are a head office. But somewhere is a CEO, whether it's your office or anywhere else. When you guys need resources, do you go and ask the hospital or do you go and ask the place where you, the, the franchise is from? Right. You go to the CEO to petition for the assignment you've given this franchise. We need one, two, three, four. Do you go and beg? No, because if he doesn't give, the mission dies. <laughs> Come on, guys. It is not God's intention for you to suffer, Chantel. God just wants us to pray in line with what he wants to give us. So if you don't understand your assignment, your prayers will be off. Father, I know that you've said I must be an elder in this church. I must have the wisdom and understanding to serve the shepherd in a likewise manner. Now your prayers will be guided because you understand the mission. If you don't understand your calling and mission, your prayers will be off. Jesus said, your kingdom, where I come from, let it come and be expressed on earth. Why? Not your church, not your religion, your kingdom. Because there were kings on earth not knowing they were kings. They thought they were just disciples following a rabbi. No, he was teaching them to be kings. Guys, come on, we need to get... So when you pray, you stand as a king, as royalty. And they will ask you, from which kingdom are you? Who watches those epics, like 300 and all of that? It's about kingdoms. And when you come to a castle, they would ask you, from which kingdom do you come? Even if your horse is ugly, your armor has holes. But when you say, I come from the kingdom of Lord 1, 2, 3, 4, they respect you, not because you look respectable, but because the kingdom you represent. If you pray religiously, you'll just become another religious person. Prayer starts with understanding that it's interaction between citizens of the kingdom of God. Earth is not our place. We live here, but we're not from here. We are spirit beings that come from the kingdom of God. So when you repent, you're stepping back to royalty. That's why I said, if this church is not serving you anymore, please, by all means, go to another church. Just don't die spiritually. Just don't backslide to the world. The aim is not membership. The aim is citizenship. That's why when we pray, that's why when you're a king, we don't have to beg you to come pray when we fast. If you know that you're ruling from eternity, what is 21 days of fasting? In fact, you'll come and say, Pastor, come as far as June. Still as the amens. Brother Elias, are you right? We brought good to sin. Does it make sense? Your prayer will change. That's why when you see someone that is not the way they're supposed to be. That's why I said, even on, on, on Thursday, I said, when we see someone that maybe is caught up in drugs or all these other things, and I'm saying this with sensitivity because many of us are touched by it. When you pray for them, you pray because they also made in the image and likeness of God. But I need to, listen, I need to have the heart of God to not judge them. God never looked at us with judgment, with love and compassion. So until you can look at someone that is down on the ground with compassion, I'm sorry you don't have his likeness yet. Because prior to authority, he gave you likeness. Go back to Genesis 1, 27, no 26. And God said, let us make men that functions like us, that have our nature. And then, let him have this. 
Many of us claim to walk in this without having this or displaying this. And creation know their God. They cannot be lied to. A fish may look dumb, but he knows his creator. That's why when God sent the ravens, guys, if you know ravens, ravens are like the sharks of the air. God wanted to show Elijah, I'm still in control. Don't let your depressing situation make you think that God, I'm dead. He said, I will send meat to you with birds that get crazy over the smell of blood and they will not touch what is yours. There are many of you that pray against ravens in your life. Do not take your money, your whatever. Ravens will not touch, but God has shut them out. You're praying wrong. Pray to be positioned where God wants you to be. The same witch that wanted to curse you, God has the ability to make her come and bless you. Not with speaking of, why? We pray against things we're not supposed, we're above them. So when we say curses must be broken in Jesus' name, it must break. Why? But only when I'm standing here. We like praying from here. Get that in order. What this? This is attached. Dominion comes attached to this. Dominion does not stand on its own. Then the power you're walking in is a deceptive one not coming from Yahweh. Yahweh's dominion follows these two. These two don't follow that. That's why some people claim to walk in, in dominion, claim to drive out demons, but when you look at their fruits, it stinks. They're arrogant. You can't touch them. There's bodyguards and all these funny things. Where is the likeness? That's why the people ask Jesus. They ask themselves, by what power does he drive out demons? Because the ones in temple, they can't drive out demons. They are so arrogant. That's why when people want to come to Jesus and the disciples were like, this is the VIP area. This VIP. And Jesus said, no. Let them come. Why? Many could not articulate this is the son of God. But they sense the creator. In each and every one of us, there is a desire to pray. Let me shock you. At every given time of your life, as a spirit being, you're worshiping something. Your spirit is made to worship. That's why even atheists, they worship something. Still as a kerk. Who is your praise going to? So we pray from a place of understanding. I'm made in his image and likeness. That's why before I can speak to anything in creation that does not fit how it's supposed to be. Let me, before I go here, let me check if this is in place. Because nature, creation will not disrespect me if I'm walking in this. They fall in line automatically. Jesus just walked in the water. And the water is like my king. <laughs> Guys, come on. What kind of authority does this man have? To speak to the wind. Have you ever seen the wind? You see the effects of wind. Jesus knows the wind by its name. He ties it on the four corners of the earth. Jesus had the power to tie a wind. And he said, I give you this authority. Just make sure you have my image and likeness. Don't fool yourself to go and speak to winds and storms and demons and stuff when this is not in place. Because if this is not in place, this is cancelled out. So prayer is high level interaction between heaven and earth. When an ambassador comes to South Africa from whichever country, Sister Betty, in the office, there are people that clean, there are people that do admin, all these things, right? In an, an embassy, they call it an embassy. So earth became an embassy and man became the ambassador, walking in the same authority in the absence of the king. Do we get that? Right. So when God wants to speak to the kingdom that is placed or based on earth, he's not going to speak to the admin lady. Even if she answers the phone, who am I speaking to? Or the admin guy, it's not gender specific. No, you're speaking to, um, you are not the ambassador, right? Okay, ask him to call me back. Even if he wanted to say, we sent you a tie over, it's in the mail. It doesn't seem sensitive, but it's not for you. Why? You're not at the level that we can speak to you directly. So if you mess up your position in Christ, 
Don't expect a call from the embassy. We bless your name. Almighty God. Daar kan ik alweer sing, want ek is in position. Ek joke, ek joke, ek weet ek sing lelik. Your kingdom come on earth. That is prayer. When your marriage is shaking, stabetie, don't go and have pity parties. Kom, ek, kom, ek teach julle somme iets. When we have issues, we speak to no one but God. Some people like a prikey. Hoe my sister gaan bid vir jou? Die bid is WhatsApp. Jere gehoor, girl. Dat jou hier, dat jou... Some pray, don't get me wrong. But your first call is not God. Danger. You've allowed in a third party. Third party is not always an affair. It's someone taking the place of God in your marriage. Run to God. Say, Father, I call the kingdom of God in my marriage, in my life. And the kingdom of God will first say, okay, you first. Go and apologize when he's raw. Remember, we teach this in this church. We're not just going to see the rudeness in others. And then the kingdom of God would say, but we don't sense that likeness in you. And then you convict it. Then you repent. Then the kingdom come with calmness. And then you go and serve your husband or your wife. And your husband, it's okay. It's not nar. Chloe, it's not nar. We don't, just don't talk. I don't know. Men, we get silent. Never mean nar. Yeah. In, <laughs> that humility breaks you down like a baby. She just comes and serves you coffee. Doesn't say anything. Do I say her, babes? Yeah. You, you still want to be mad. Now you're sitting there, it's childish if I'm still mad because she's not alright. No, she's also not. Come on, let's Call the kingdom of God in your marriage. Call the kingdom of God in your mind. Your mind, not your wives, not your husbands. Call it in yours first. The kingdom will flow in how you treat one another and the kingdom will be birthed in them and then forgiveness will come. Clean your altars at home. Don't just do it because every night at the clock we must pray, but there's an issue. Laws, leave the altar. Go to your room, sort it out. Our altars are filthy. It's filled with bitterness and hatred, but we must do it. Why? We religious people, kerkmen, say, no. Prayer is not a religious act, Jared. It's not something that when, you, when you're supposed to wake up at two and you couldn't wake up, you slept through. And now you think, no, God is still God. When you wake up at five past four, then you still pray like you would have prayed at two o'clock. It's not a religious thing. Pray when you sit at work and you feel the portal of heaven open above you. Pray. Prayer is not just a time-based thing. Prayer is a connection thing. Sometimes you haven't had time to pray, then God puts you in a two-hour traffic, and all you can do is think, and God is like, I just opened the portal for you in the N1. You couldn't see, because you're too religious. Father, I need rest, and then God makes something happen that is not life-threatening, that you can just be somewhere and rest, and all you see is a text of the enemy. Come on, guys, Satan is not that strong. The Bible says he went to ask permission to attack Job. Satan couldn't attack Job, a king in the eyes of God, without God allowing it, guys. Are we learning? Okay. We're almost done. Last two verses. Romans 323. Let me shock you quickly. So when God said, let us make men in our image and likeness, God is a God being that is covered in glory. What stops us, brother Given, from praying the way that we said? Sin. For all have sinned and come short, not of your position in church, the glory of God. If the glory of God is not there, then we cannot speak of Genesis 1.26. Sin is the one thing that mess up prayer like, like no, no one and nothing else. Say sin. Stops me. From having a healthy prayer life. So sin is not always the things that we think. Drinking, smoking, fornication. Sin is also that deep-seated unforgiveness we have for one another. Whether brother, whether spouses. And God is allowing us to speak of those things. Because it's easy to stand on a corner and speak to people that are drinking openly. And yet in the camp, we don't even talk to one another. Sin is this obedience to the word of God. Because the word says love in harmony with one another. 
So sin is everything that is disobeying the word of God. When you disobey the word of God, don't even think of this. This, just like dominion, is attached to a life that is loved in sinlessness. And when you have sinned, just go quickly and forgive. Paul said, I repent when? Daily. Paul, that was taken in the third heaven, which means there were times when he thought and spoke things that he was not supposed to. What did he do? He went and, Father, forgive me. Not justifying it. Forgive me. Why? I don't want to live without the glory. Forgive me. This was Paul who was a religious leader that can dissect the Torah in ways that none of us could ever do it. And when he came to the glory of God, he said, sure, I don't want to miss this. It would have been easy for him to step back into earthly authorities as the Betty, where people, when they see him, yo, Paul, Saul, the, 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 the boss. You know, we like that, where people, oh, pastor, oh, here's the table for the pastors at funerals. Pastors, they're forgetting they're fasting. <laughs> pastors, dummy is here, and we like those things. Do you know that we can't even address one demon? We like the form of it, but there's no glory. Why? Because we might have sinned. Guys, if there's no sin, the glory comes as automatic covering. You have made him a bit lower than God. Crowned him with glory and made him, gave him authority on the earth. What is man that you think of him? All have sinned. That's why we repent. Why? So that my prayers can be accepted. Why should my prayers be accepted? Because John 9.31, this is what John 9.31 says. John 9.31 says, Know that God does not hear the prayers of sinners. He doesn't. Don't fool yourself. It's not me. Let me sit with you guys. God, no. Now we know that God hears not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper, remember I said in any given time you are worshiping something. A worshiper of the creator of heaven and earth and does his will. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. So next week we'll speak on things that we have made us pray amiss. Today we covered your position in Christ, whether you're in him or if you've missed it. Only those that does his will and worships him. What is worship? It's a lifestyle. It's not a slow song. It is every part of your life give glory unto God. Does not grieve the Holy Spirit. You don't walk out of here and then you're a different person and then come in church. Oh, Father, you are... Worshiping is not a slow song or an accent. It's a lifestyle. If your lifestyle does not please God and you don't do his will, he does not hear you. Now imagine how many times we've prayed throughout the night. And God didn't hear us. Fasting for 40 days. And this is not in judgment. God is bringing alignment to the church. We've, we've, we've made the body of Christ a place of wealth. And if people don't have money, they, they cannot serve in church. Or they must serve there and clean toilets only. Peter comes and says, silver and gold I don't have. Meaning I'm not a man of economic wealth. But the wealth in the spirit. Guys, you know how these guys walked in the shadows. The, the glory was too much for their bodies to carry that it overlapped into the shadows. A shadow is nothing, brother Greg's. That the shadows, you people, just the handkerchief, like. And yet they suffered. They went through hell in there. Sometimes we go through stuff and ask God, where are you? And it's like, I'm right here, my child. Father, how can I know that you are here? Have you lost your mind through all the storms you've been through this year? No. That's a sign of my kingdom. What is my kingdom? It's my peace in the midst of the storm. Because we have tied things. And if we lose those things, our peace is connected to our jobs and our houses. And when we start losing it, we lose our peace. It's not easy to lose these things. So if you have to cry, cry, but get over it. Just hold on to him. I will not lose you. I will not lose you. It's not easy, but I will not lose you. Because God sees us, Pastor Vicky. Come here quickly. We're finishing off. When we pray, we make connection with the one true God, right? Now, this is Pastor Vicky. Or oh, let me say Victor van der Merwe, because when we stand before God, it's not Pastor Tommy. Right? 
It's not Mamo Ruti Sharon. Wie is this lady? <laughs> Guys, and please, I'm not speaking against things. I want us to put things in order. Here is his career. Just make an example, right? Here is his material substance. Stay with me, we're almost done. God knows that your heart is worshipping these things because you think these things make you. Right? You don't even know the idols. Because idols are not just the other religions. We like judging people, guys. And then we sit with idols in our homes. People are walking in the rain to church. Anyway. But we're holding it. Now we're standing before God in prayer. You are the one through God comes out of our mouths. But God looks at Vicky. And he sees the real gods in his life. And then for God to deliver you from those things. And the first thing he does is question God. Backslides. Why? His peace and his whole existence were tied to things. You see how quickly it fell? What did Job say? Job said, I know my Redeemer lives. And on the last day you shall stand. Meaning there are things that will fall. The banking systems will fall. Jobs will fall. Jesus will stand and watch this thing and cry because he will see some of his children fall with them. Why? They are tied to these things. Thank you, sir. Worship is not a song. Worship him. It's what your heart is tied to that you refuse to let go of. Beautiful music don't impress God. He chased out the most beautiful musician ever. Look at Lucifer. Don't, do you think you're making heaven? Because Lucifer was walking there like, the Bible says he was a created being. God is like, what? You. God is like, wait, Lucifer, wait. So you think we are equals. Because some angels admire your beauty. And God is like, I'll show you your level. And he called another angel on his level. Deal with that thing. And God was seated on his throne because nothing moves God. man, who know? We must deliver you. The way Ursula came with conference, but when she came here, she was like, Toch, please. Our prayer lives are often affected by things that we've tied and not known we've given the place of God. Relationships. He tells you you're not going to church. You stay at home. Not husbands, because that's a bit tricky. That's complex. Your husband is your priest. But young people, I've seen young girls, especially, called and saved, lose their relationships because they chose an earthly relationship. Defy their parents. Young men defy their parents because they chose friendship over relationship with God. Who is your true God? Once we know that, and the second thing, what is your true identity, brother legend? Then we will know if prayer is the way it should be. Prayer is not determined by time. That's why we can come at 6 o'clock, leave at 20 past 6 and have a good prayer session because we're going somewhere else to have a service. Why? Prayer is not a quantity thing, it's a quality thing. And before we started praying and fasting in this week, Pastor Vogan, you and your wife were not here. God said, before you guys come with the list, repent. And for three days, God dealt with our heart conditions. Because the things, He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Why are you praying for things that come only when you live holy? Let me say it again. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Right? He has what? Blessed, blessed, past tense. In where? Spiritual blessings in which places? Meaning, we are seated in Christ in where? 
So where are the things? When you are positioned in Christ. How do I lose my position in Christ? All have sinned, fallen, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. So now that I've fallen short of the glory, Pastor, I hear you. Now I want to make right. What do I do? I repent. I accept Him as my Lord and Savior. Simple as that. I don't join a church. I may be placed in a church to grow spiritually, but spiritually, I'm being put back to where I need to be. That's why spiritually, when you pray, I always said we pray because we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We pray from this position. Why? We cannot speak of the kingdom of God when earth has us gripped like this. We rule over earth, not earth over us. If earth rules over you, before you check your dominion, check likeness and image. Last verse. Are we learning something? Revelations 5, 8 to 10. If anything, may you be encouraged, even if it doesn't land in your spirit now, to pray that God really puts it in your spirit, reveal unto you who you are. And when he had taken the book, who is he? Jesus the Lamb. When you read on the verses prior to this, it teaches that he was the Lamb. The four beasts and the four twenty elders fell down before the Lamb. You see, now it makes sense who took the book. Every, every one of them, harps and golden vials, check this. The four beasts and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, meaning they worshipped Him. Their positions in front of the throne of God did not determine, now I'm God's equal. We can never be Jesus' equal. So they fell down in heaven before the Lamb, right? Having every one of them musical instruments and vials. Vials is like vessels full of odors or scents or smells, good-smelling savor which are the prayers of the saints. So now tell me if it's just words that are written in a book that we must just blah, 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 and you compare it to this high heavenly interaction. When you're in right position, this is where your prayers matter. In front of the Lamb, rising to the earth. And your prayers take on the scent that your nature smells like. If your nature stinks, the order here will cancel that it's part of this. That's why the Bible, whenever people made, whenever people made sacrifices and it smelled wrong, God said it was a strange fire, meaning it was wrong worship, Pastor Vicky, corrupt worship. Let's continue. So our prayers are, as odors before the throne of God, right? And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals. Therefore, you were slain. That was the Lamb of God. Last verse. And you have redeemed us. You, Christ, have redeemed us. Uh, redeemed means, I was a sinner that had fallen short. Now I'm bought back. That's why when you get a coupon, you redeem it. So I'm giving over my ashes for beauty, my weakness for, that is what redeeming, what I have, I give it over for something bigger. Your coupon is nothing but a page or cardboard. When I give it over, I'm leaving with something more substantial. Christ never walked from a sinner thinking, ooh, he made time. I heard you had five husbands. Others came and said, this is her son. And Jesus is like, no, him without sin cast the first stone, he covered her. He didn't join the choir. But then he turned around and said, Yemu talking to Oppo. Because love covers and it corrects. Love covers and corrects. So he covered her first. Let him without sin. That's grace. But grace also has the other side where it corrects. We can't just cover and not correct. And she took that and became an evangelist. Why? The love of God changes you. That's the essence of prayer, knowing who God is, knowing who I am. And if I am smart enough and wise enough to know I'm not where I'm supposed to be, Pastor Brian, I stop my prayers and I run to the, to, the, to the throne in repentance before I stand on my throne and pray. Does it make sense? We run and we go on our knees, ask forgiveness, change my nature, give me your likeness, Give me your image. When I go back, I go with dominion. Pastor Brian, just come quickly. I go back to Pastor Brian who was in the same demonic 
oppression is me. I go, I remove it from him. We leave it with dominion. And then I bring him to the throne. And God, not me, God changes his nature. Then we go and we look for others that were like us oppressed. And say, my brother, my sister, I know of a fountain of blood. We bring it, listen, we don't bring it to church, to a pastor or man of God. Then she goes, check this, check this. There are people I won't be able to preach to, but there are people, musicians like that David can speak to. They know him. Then she goes back to her village and preach the Christ. We want to be known as the guys Then the same happened to all of us. That is prayer. We change the way we pray. We change our accents, Pastor Brian, but we don't ask for God to change our nature. Your number one altar in conclusion is your heart. What is prayer? Prayer is and will be as effective as pure as my heart is or the leg thereof. Run to the altar. Run to the throne. Get grace. Ask God to change you. Watch how your prayer will change. And people in your community used to walk past because they do all these funny things. Now you go and you just tell them Jesus loves you. You don't even have to preach. And they come. He was no it's one. What is it? There's a fountain. That's prayer. It is expressing the heart and mind of God. When you go in your closet, that's why the Bible says, go in your closet. Go in your closet. You make right with God. You pray. Why? That's where nature is challenged. Because on the, on, 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 thank you. I the angel. When you, when your nature is not changed, brother Gregs, but you're alone with God. Before you pray all these things, the Holy Spirit will say, oh, forgive I brother. When you stand on the stage, when you sing, before you sing, say, Father, I come to you and like, oh, before you put in the first note, magrech. Otherwise, strange fire. Does it make sense? Let's stand. Prayer is, yes, it's speaking to God. But it's also God speaking to us, but with the right position. John 9 verse 31, baby, let me. Thanks. John 9.31 may, may this encourage you Even in this fast You know the Bible says Nothing is impossible with God We know we're going to come with our lists We know that God is a God who answers praise We know all those things But now we also know God don't listen to prayer to, to sinners He doesn't Am I lying? No, the word says it This will push us, Pastor Vicky To pray from a position of humility And holiness Holy living. Holy living is what? Holy living is the expression of who God is. It's not a pious gesig wat nooit smile en lach. No, that's not holiness. That is quail. Holiness is being authentically you without grieving the Holy Spirit. And without bringing the name of God to shame. That's holiness. With the heart that's on the altar of God and say, Father, whenever there's flesh, cut it. Whenever there's flesh growing, cut it. Before it becomes a tree, uproot it. I'm not perfect, Father. I'm not perfect. And as I'm standing here, I told me I'm not perfect. I pursue Him daily. I ask for repentance. I repent daily and ask for forgiveness daily. And the thing, you know, in this church that many people are struggling with, it's a constant thing, a giant that we have to start defeating, guys, is forgiveness of one another. We have to get to that point. If, if you still struggle, guys, then how deep is the carnality? How, how deep is your pain? That it's even stronger than the voice of grace. So if you're here and you want to make right, just say this prayer after me. Niemand gaan uitkomen, you stand there and you do it in sincerity. God knows your heart. Father, here I am. You know me. Forgive my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, and fill me with your spirit. Change my nature 
into yours. Change my image into yours. Take away every filter. I'm tired of pretending. I'm tired of cycles of sin, oppression, and justifying it. Forgive me, Father. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and teach me how to pray. The disciples ask, teach us how to pray. Father, teach me how to pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So, it's not the length of your... Go and pray like you prayed. Just know God listens to your heart more than your voice. Mark Rechman. I said, I said to the church, um, we're done, don't worry. I said to the church the other time, um, with, with, with the, the anger of God, it seems like it's going to turn on South Africa because of those, this whole Israel thing. And I said, don't look at it as a politician. Look at it from the word of God. How can we pray for South Africa if I can't even pray for my neighbor? Do you get up? So it, the thing is much bigger than me, Chantel. My nukke. You know what my mother used to do? She slammed us all the way. I'm like, Yeah, but he started. The thing is, God deals with flesh no matter who started and who came in last. God judges flesh on an equal or equilibrium. Okay? So it's my encouragement, guys. Make right. Don't make it the public thing. That's why I don't say go to someone that you know, no, no. What's up them? Call them. We have private discussions on to show our salvation to one another. There's one judge, it's God, it's not me. I need to make right in very big places as well. So the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. And He gives you strength to live by this. Next week we will deal with more of this. We're done. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise.